Okay, so let's um, let me start off by asking you. You know, your peak playing days were around two thousand and five. What are, what are the big changes that you have seen over the eighteen twenty years since you were at the top? How is tennis different? Yes, what I saw. I mean, I think the the, the one part that it's the most the biggest difference I feel is the serve. Uh, this is one shot that I feel that it has deteriorated over the years. Uh, and my explanations to that is that um, when I was growing up, the, the players who dominated or the most popular players were, you know, Sampras, Ivanisevic, uh, Krajicek, uh, uh, all the big servers, right? So we growing up for us was normal to uh, to serve big. It was It was a shot that was supposed to be developed because it's an integral part of the game, and this is something that is extremely important. Now I feel like that has changed completely. And in fact, in top, I would say maybe 20, 30, I mean, really, Hubert Hurkacz is the only one that I can really say has a huge serve. But uh, after that, really, everybody else is just, you know, serving okay. And I think that's mainly because Djokovic and Nadal, even Roger, dominated the game last 20 years and you know their game it's not about the serve of course they all serve really well but it's not something that you would say it's their best shot or it's something that they are famous for and 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 this i see the more i look at the young players also now in my my new uh, activity in my new job and my new role I'm looking at the kids 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 and serve is so unimportant to them that it's scary. So I think this is something that I feel like, of course, you know, the, the game itself progressed physically, progressed uh, uh, tactically, even technically, you know, but but the serve is one shot that I think it lost its value dramatically. That's very interesting because I think most people would say the overall serving level has gone up. Is it possible you're just thinking relatively among the top players? Well, I, I mean, of course, I mean, it's 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 out for, for debate, you know, what is what is serving big, you know, for me, serving big meaning, you know, winning two or three points per game only with a serve, right? It's not just to set up the point and then, you know, kind of uh, lead the rally. Um, and, and so, yes, I think that the general speed of the serve probably went up because the, the players are physically stronger now and the technology with the string, especially it's helping the players to hit harder and still have control. But, um, you know, if we talk about accuracy, if we talk about uh, actually use of serve, I, 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 I'm really, really firm that even number of aces, if you look, you know, it went down dramatically. And, and, and this is something, yes, of course, we can talk about surfaces being slower, the balls being softer, all of that. But I still struggle to see somebody who can win you know, three, four, five games a set just with the serve. And this was relatively normal back in the days. So do you think that's improved the watchability of tennis? Well, I don't know. I mean, for me, the, the it's it's something that it's obviously always has always been controversial. But for me to see super interesting match, I need contrast of styles. I need one player who attacks and the other one who defends or one to, who, who, you know, comes to the net, the other one is passing. You know, to see two players... Playing the same way for me, it's boring, you know. Uh, and it can be Isner Karlovic match, or it can be, uh, you know, Djokovic Gil Simon. It doesn't matter. It's it's just something that you know when you see point after point played played in the exact same way, 
you know, I think it brings down the 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 uh, how to say the attractiveness of the of the match. You know, that's why you know Alcaraz. It's something refreshing and it's fantastic to watch because you just never know what's gonna happen. Nick Kyrgios, uh, Alexander Bublik. I mean, Roger himself, of course. You just don't know what's gonna happen, and this is what makes these players, I feel, extremely interesting. Yeah. So, looking forward. Are we seeing enough variety in today's youngsters that's going to make the contrasts of the future? Or is the danger that the tennis academies, where most of the kids come from, are teaching the same kind of style and therefore there is a risk that we won't have the contrast of styles in the future? Well, there is a risk. I mean, absolutely. I think uh, uh, if we look at, you know, if you look at the players who are dominating the sport today, you know, uh, uh, and, and and I'm talking about Novak especially, you know, he's somebody who is extremely solid, who doesn't miss, who 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 moves well. And, and, and it's it's of course it's an idol for many, 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 many players. So um there is a danger of that. But I still believe that you know our sport it's it's too complex that we're gonna end up having same kind of players um in the future so um i i think our sport will keep evolving so if we end up in a moment where we have 10 best liners in a 10, 10 top 10 players that that somebody new who's going to come and do something different will 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 um how to say will surprise them and then will make his way through you know so uh, i'm i'm not I'm not concerned about that. I, I think our our sport will keep evolving and, and always will, will be interesting. The sport has changed very little over the years. The court is still the same dimensions. Racket dimensions are slightly different. Strings obviously changed. But the rules haven't really changed. Do you think that the way tennis is presented is going to have to change over the next 10, 15, 20 years in order to compete in a very crowded sporting marketplace? I think um, I am. I personally, I'm a huge chess fan, and and why I talk about chess is because chess last five ten years has has uh, has became really really popular for the game that exists for many centuries, um, and and what we can learn from chess is that chess introduced faster speed. Um, uh, how to say um, moves moves right so you you have you can play blitz three five minutes you can play rapid games which is 15 30 minutes and then you have a classic ones and why this is interesting to me is that this is what i believe in and 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 you know i think the people who are coming from 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 the world where cricket is played will tell me the same thing is that you can introduce the faster playing formats without damaging the classic ones and i think this is something that tennis will need to look into is to add uh, interesting formats to the crowd without really uh, damaging or, or getting rid of the classic ones because classic will always be classic and there will always be interest in, in seeing the classic battles in best of fives in the long, uh, exhausting um, matches while you can, you can also enjoy maybe the faster format. So I think tennis will need to look into... Adding new formats, but I, I, I'm a strong believer that the, the classic format will need to stay and we'll always have a crowd for that. So if you imagine yourself walking into a stadium in 10, 15, 20 years time, I mean, if it's a, a Grand Slam venue or a Masters 1000 venue, do you think tennis will look much different to how it looks now? 
No, I don't think so. Especially at the Grand Slams, I don't think it will change much. Um, so I, I do believe that we, especially the ATP Tour and maybe WTA Tour, will need to be, not, not need to be, but I think they will try to be more creative and create um, different uh, events and different interests and then try to bring more young crowd into the sport. But the Grand Slams are, are there. They will be there. I don't think in 10, 15 years, the Grand Slams will look uh, much different. In terms of the players, they're obviously extremely fit. Do you think we reach a point where players just can't get any fitter? Or is there always some advantage that the next generation can gain? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think you can always get a little bit fitter. But I, I don't think tennis is decided by the physical ability of, of the players. I still believe, strongly believe that tennis is especially technical and mental sport. Of course, that if you're if you're physically super fit, that it helps. But if you're mentally weak or if you have a big technical problem, you know, your your movement on the court will not help you much. So, um, yes, I think, you know, everything will keep improving. But I think the major changes are behind us. I don't think, you know, I think it was probably 80s. Bjorn Borg most of maybe was the first one who was extremely fit. And then everything that came after him, I think, was, was a big, big, big change. But now we will talk about, you know, small... Uh, differences or small uh, improvements. I don't think we will see major major improvements in that in that regard. Will we still see in the future a drop shot return of serve, a player using delicate angles, maybe the one-handed backhand? I mean, you played with a one-handed backhand. You coached Roger Federer playing with a one-handed backhand. Will that die out? Will will things die out as people look to just uh, snuff out every advantage that their opponents have? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think Carlos Alcaraz is a perfect example where, you know, um, you if you do well, even the drop shots, if you if it's well executed, it's extremely interesting and powerful shot. So um, one hand back end, it's, it's an interesting topic. I think less and less people use it, but I still believe that it's 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 better better backhand than the two-hander once once the rally goes goes through uh, of course it's 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 a big um, disadvantage on the return but i think uh, you know i think we will always have one-handed backhand i i hope right that's my wish because it's it's a beautiful shot and it's something that that needs to be preserved but we cannot force force players to pair, play one-handed but you know coming back to your original question i think we will always see creative players i will see we will always see the players who are uh disrupting the 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 flow of the match the rhythm of the players you know so those we will they they will always find a place in in the tennis world i i i think uh, and and uh, even moving forward of course maybe less than 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 what it was in the 90s and so but i think we will always have a place for those just on the backhand, uh, do you see a situation where players have three backhands? They have a single-handed slice, they have a two-hander for maybe the return of serve and the, the backhand off the body, and they have a single-hander for when they're driven wide or when they just want to inject some pace and they have time to set for it? No, I don't think so. I mean, we don't have time for that game. It's getting faster and faster, so uh, it needs to simplify, not makes it make it more complicated. But this is something that... If we can make same argument, we we see some kids sometimes they play two forehands, right? The lefty and righty they can play. I mean, we've seen that a lot, but they cannot really break through the pros because you just don't have time to do that. And I think that's similar uh, for for three backends that you just talked about. 
You are a classic European, born in Bosnia, uh, grew up in, well, much of your teenage years were in Italy. You then went back to Croatia. You're now working with the French Federation. Tell me, what are the French doing? Because they they were for years um, highlighted as a great example of how to foster young talent. But the French have gone through a slightly more difficult era now. What, what, are, what are the French Federation doing that you think gives them hope for the future? Well, we are trying to understand what went what went wrong and and why why is that so? I mean, it's um, there is no really lack of talent in France. Uh, I can assure you that you know I've I've, I've seen now. Well, I'm in the federation since year um, since uh, the age of 12, 13, 14, 15. You know, there is a lot of kids playing great tennis. Um, there is something that obviously it's it's probably that hasn't been done in the best way from age of 15 to 19 and this is where they lost a little bit their way my role now today it's really to find out what it is and try to try to help and change that uh, i think i have pretty good idea what that is and i'm we're going to try to change um, but um, i i don't i i wouldn't talk really about prices or or like you know it's just it's definitely a moment um but we have to make sure that we are, we, when I talk we, we talk about French Federation now, that we are on top of our game. We have to make sure that we know what we're doing and that we are doing the best thing for the players. And and um, it's very easy that when, when you when you sit back and you do what you do for 5, 10, 15 years and you know, you, you think you know it all, and you get, uh, and you get lazy a little bit, you know, that you see others passing by. It's it's probably the moment has has arrived where we need to you know look back and see what what has been done, what can we do different, and and maybe probably modernize a little bit the new way of of working. But it's it's a long process, you know. These things you cannot change overnight, as as you can imagine. So, um, but I'm confident, you know. I don't think we 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 need to worry about about that. What do you mean by modernize? Well, it it means that that you know there is you know the tennis played in 2023. It's not the same like it was in 90s in 2000. You know, I think we need to to see in every single aspect. Do we include the data? Do we include the way of working on tennis court? Do we include the way of working in the gym? You know, there is many many things that that uh, we need to try to try to just question. Right? I'm not saying necessarily change. But just question and and put put things in uh, and look from a little bit from the outside and make sure that we understand what's happening, right? And not just keep repeating the same thing day by day and expecting different results. That's that's not going to happen. By contrast, Italy is having a golden era at the moment. So many good players, male and female. What have the Italians done right? I think that they. I mean, honestly, I I don't know exactly because, but I think there are a few things that I realized that that what they did right, and it's um, they have a lot of tournaments, international tournaments in Italy. So their players they don't need to travel much in order to compete internationally. They also uh, created the tennis the, the the TV channel, right? Super Tennis. It's it's is a TV channel that basically not basic, but it speaks about tennis twenty four seven. It's owned by the federation, and they show also the tournaments that are not shown by the normal TVs, right? So even the 14 and under, 16 and under, they they show tennis 24/7, and I think that helped promoting the tennis in in Italy. 
and in kind of we went into the clubs and this is something that that they did those two things are i think the major changes they did they did also some technical um details within the federation but you know if you look at the people that are in federation now and they were 20 years ago it's mostly is the same people so it's not you know it's actually it's actually their mentality and i think these two things that i just mentioned are the, the main reason why they are where they are the tv channel is interesting i mean does that have its impact by getting more kids playing early does it get the kids who play three or four sports to choose tennis what's its main impact i think so i think so i think it makes tennis more popular you know um, you know when you scroll the channels and you see how you, and you see how and you have tennis channel 24 7 you know it gives you opportunity to watch tennis always it's something really really interesting i don't think any other nation has that so uh, they made that step you know courageously because it was i remember back in the days when that was announced that everybody was like whoa that that costs a lot of money you know that makes no sense but it shows that it was it was it was the right move so um i think i think it definitely does help in promotion of the tennis and that it makes more kids play tennis